Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, After Buzzers? We are covering Season 7, Episode 9 right now. Cindy is at home, but it quickly goes all wrong. Lorna gets a visit from Vinny that also doesn't end that great. And Alex and Piper have a moment, but Alex doesn't end up telling her the truth. We are talking all that and more. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, After Buzzers? Thank y'all so much for joining us for another episode of the Orange is the New Black After Show. Like I said, we are talking Season 7, Episode 9. Uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Join in our live chat. I have it up right now. We want to know what y'all think. Um, I'm your host, April, joined by my best girl, Francesca. Hey. <laughs> um, you can find all of us at AfterBuzz TV everywhere. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give us um, a great rating and everything. Um, we also have some great news and gossip. If you want to find a way to be able to stay with Orange is the New Black for years and years to come, so you want to be sure to stay tuned for that, as well as our special segment with some great quotes throughout the episode. Um, we have another episode of kind of... Everybody and Everybody. all of our favorite people. What do you think? It's a potpourri of oranges and new black. It really is. Potpourri. Uh, I think this episode, episode, this episode was kind of um, intense. I yeah. Guess. Uh, like especially with Cindy and especially with Lorna, mm-hmm. that was tough. But then we also have really intense moments uh, with um, Shauna's Shawnee's truth. Exactly. That was that was a little hard too. So yeah. I don't know. What did you think? I mean, the same thing. It was it was kind of one of those episodes that was a little more tough to watch mm-hmm. only because you feel so much for the situation that they're in and then you're also like Oh my gosh, please don't do this. This is yeah. so crazy. Um, not the Shawnee situation, more of like the Lorna yeah. and um, Cindy. It's also just a terrible thing to have to realize these truths that happen every single day. It's just so difficult oh, yes. to to watch. And you kind of find yourself sitting there and like not breathing while we're watching. We you even said like you haven't even <laughs> you haven't said anything and I realized that I was sitting there like <laughs> and I and I ha- drank too much coca-cola and i had to go but i couldn't i couldn't stop Cool, you couldn't stop away <laughs> um before we get into our topics a very friendly reminder that we have not watched past the episode that we are currently on uh so we will not give you any spoilers don't give us yes. any spoilers either we are only we have only watched up until episode nine as of right now um i want to start off talking about cindy because just whoa um, I think only last episode we said we might not even see her yeah. again. Um, and we get this whole scenario of her being at home. The moment, I mean, you just got to go straight for it. The moment of Monica, her Oof. daughter, getting the letter that we know Tasty sent, um, my heart was just crushed. And I can't imagine what it's like being in that situation on any side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That has to be so difficult for everyone. And I was, honestly, I was kind of sad that we got to see that because I was kind of Mm -hmm. hoping they would just leave us hanging on that. And we wouldn't even know. And then we wouldn't even know. Yeah. 
and uh, I think I think uh, Brianna originally was like, oh no, they're gonna bring her back, mm-hmm. but I wasn't prepared for that. But I can't imagine like you know you're like seventeen, eighteen years old, mm-hmm. and you find out your grandma. I mean, your mom is really your grandma, right? And your sister is your mom and Which your whole life murder. yeah it's just like upside down right i there's the part of me that's like wouldn't they have had to tell her eventually anyway but i guess they kind of don't it's been going on this long yeah. like what's the point in saying something to her but i almost think that they gave us this as a show because it's like they almost wanted us to see Cindy be punished in a way mm. like not that uh, that she well she does deserve to be punished. I mean she totally screwed over Tasty, but I think they did it because it's like okay, are we really just gonna see her get out of prison and la di da? She screwed somebody over and it worked out, right? Because it was it was she, it was kind of the opposite of Piper getting out of jail. She right. got it. She got a like a great job right away where the interviewer was like, okay, well you were in federal prison for four years, mm-hmm. and she was able to turn that around, and you know. It was so, it was like so easy, mm-hmm. and they just had to like. It, it seems that, you know, seeing her from the beginning of the episode where she's like making breakfast for Monica, aka her daughter, mm. and, you know, it's like every, she's so positive. Everything seems to be looking up. She has an amazing outfit on for all of these interviews that she has set up. And even when she and the interviewer mm-hmm. were talking about, um, you know, the, Position, I guess it's essentially like working in a nursing home. Yeah, that's what um, it sounded like. Everything they said, it did sound like a perfect fit for her. I mean, every single thing made sense. So it kind of like tears me apart a little bit to almost see her. What I'm going to assume is like throw this opportunity away because she left her mom's house. Did you think she would actually leave her mom's house after the blow up with Monica and stuff like that? Um, when she, when I saw that she had the bag packed, I really did think that she was gonna go. Even and then you know when her mom, even when her mom was, you know her mom was clearly upset previously. Yeah. But when she was like, "Please stay," I just felt like I didn't I didn't think she was gonna do it. I mean, she was just like so down, like you said, like in the beginning she was so positive, so positive, and then she just let that mindset go right away. But why do you think she let? you know, let's say this blow up with her mom affect her in that way. Well, I think I think it's because the mom said you always what she says, you always make everything bad. You it's you know, it's never your fault. You always turn everything bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she already has the guilt of Tasty on her back. And now she has this guilt about Monica. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she, she might have had a moment. Um, but the fact that her mom said don't ever come back now that's kind of scary because i could i could see her leaving and then having a moment and realizing she's being dramatic yes it's a tough time but we could figure it out but i mean that little shot of her walking by the homeless man felt like that was like a little foreshadowing exactly i think that it was i mean dumb of cindy to leave i think her mom obviously in that moment hit way below the belt in the beginning yes. when she's like, it's all your fault. You always bring a mess for me to clean up. Um, she, of course, hit below the belt. But guess what? Like, she's been raising Cindy's daughter. She's been doing all of this. She's been protecting her for this many years. Not that she deserves to be, you know, to act that right. way. But, like, everybody has their moments. And, you know, the words that she said the the next day or right when Cindy was sneaking out it kind of really resonated with me because, you know, think about when you were Monica's age. Let's, you know, we're going to say late teens. Mm-hmm. And 
how many times did you have a freak out and like scream at your mom? Like, don't ever talk to me again. It's just like her mom said, she's going to come back. Yeah. Let's please figure this out together. So the fact that I was like, surely this is going to get to her because it so got to me. I was like, of course, yeah. like you have to realize this. So to see her still walk out, I, it's not that I agree with what her mom said, but I was like, I get it yeah. because I'm giving you this opportunity. I gave you this and you're just going to leave and give up on your daughter again in probably what will be one of the most difficult moments in her life. Mm-hmm. It's just Cindy being selfish. Yep. And she really did seem to learn from it in prison, but I guess maybe not. But she can't. Also, we can't forget that she can't be homeless. I think that's why they made such a big deal of the give me the address thing a few episodes back because you have to have a stable place to live. And all of the houseway, halfway houses they said at the mm, time are booked. Mm-hmm. So you can't, like, you right. legally can't be homeless. Right. So. I don't know. Maybe, maybe since we are seeing her character again, maybe she'll rethink this. Yeah. After she walks around more homeless people mm-hmm. and she comes back. And even though Mama yelled and said, don't ever come back, I mean. Hopefully she'll let her yeah. back. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Before we move on to our next topic, I just wanted to thank you all so much for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Um, If you're in the chat, comment. Let us know what you thought. Be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Uh, We all love our fans so much and so appreciate you watching because it gives us the opportunity to talk about our favorite shows with all of you. So thank you very much. Like, five-star rating on iTunes and all that great jazz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about our lovely man, Caputo, because I always feel like he's a little... Anytime I talk about Cindy, I always think about Tasty, and now we have this situation with Caputo. Um, A little different than, you know, certain things that kind of go on, but in real life every day, I feel like we hear about somebody else being accused of sexual misconduct and whatever. Um, We've seen Caputo throughout the show be a total creeper. Um, <laughs> we haven't seen him directly. I don't think, like, do some... Maybe back in season one. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, but he's dealing with this whole restraining order situation. Do you think that he actually should tell the ward, or should he not? No. I think he needs to listen to Natalie, because the last... It was, like, a couple episodes ago, Natalie said, just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Don't because he wanted to, you know, apologize to her. Just leave it alone. Don't go to her. And he went to her and just made it worse. And yeah. now she's putting a restraining order on him. So I feel like he needs to listen to Natalie again mm-hmm. because she's always been like the PR person for Polycore. Polycon. Polycon. Um, and she's just saying, let it go. Leave yeah. it alone. I think he needs to listen to her. Although I feel like if he did go to Ward, I feel like Ward is, is isn't. I don't know if she knew, would know what to do because she's so green. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Natalie said, or Fig, she says that, you know, if she, if Caputo tells her that she is legally obligated to let him go, I mean, he can't be a teacher at a prison, at an all female prison, like, if that's the case. Yeah. Um, but I struggle with the thought of being like, okay, maybe he was a little inappropriate back in the day. It's not like what she's saying isn't true. Um, but maybe he is a different person now and is doing all of this stuff. So it's like, do you forgive that because he's doing all of this great stuff now? I mean, in the realm of the show, I'm going to say yes. Mm. Because, and I don't think, I agree, I don't think he should tell her. Oh, okay, okay. Because 
I think that it, you know, by what is it ultimately going to do him telling the truth or him saying something to Ward? He, if anything, he needs to make whatever reparations to the girl that is accusing him and saying that he did these things. He's tried to apologize. Didn't go well. So like, but that is the situation that he needs to fix. Not by telling Ward, it's just going to screw so many other people. And that's what kind of kills because we've gone through, you know, ebbs and flows with Caputo's character throughout the show Mm -hmm. and kind of being the creep and then doing things to help, but then kind of being creepy as well. And um, he's really... uh, at this point, anyway, other than, like, the freaky crap that he he and Fig do, kind of come full circle in the sense of his character really does seem to just actually enjoy the helping of the people. Yeah. Whether it be the students or the prisoners. Yeah. He, I mean, we see, like, when he, when he see, runs into Tasty, mm-hmm. you know, they had that moment. And oh. he went, you know, that was a really touching moment, especially when he said that he wished that he could have done more because yeah. you know tasty was there and he helped tasty out and even when tasty you know with the whole riot thing kind of like i can't remember exactly what she did now but she kind of went against him yeah he was basically telling her please don't do this and she's like she, i have to yeah she, she even though he, she did that he still understood and he still cared for her and he still fought for her last season when she was in in court and everything like that yeah. so he yeah he's he's genuinely a good person just kind of a little doesn't think things through. Exactly. I think that was one of my favorite moments of the episode, the moment with uh, between him and Tasty. And I think that that was probably the last time that we're going to see their characters together. And that's why they gave us that because he and Tasty have had a special relationship for a long time. The assistant job and um, obviously everything that he's tried to do even though, you know, he's messed up Mm -hmm. along the way sometimes. Um, But just, I think the way that they acted that scene... I was like, this is the last time we're going to see y'all together. So actually, sad. so actually, I was I was actually thinking that, but on a different level, I was wondering, because Tasty kind of broke down for that minute, I'm mm-hmm. like, is she going to do the the drugs? Oh, is she going to? Because this like, there's this like a goodbye. Yeah. I mean, that's a, for me, like, throughout, you know, we only have a few more episodes left. That's probably the biggest question in my head because I'm so scared of that. That's so scary. But she does seem to be a little happier. That's true. But she was, you know, I think they were, I feel like, or I should say, I hope that they were giving us that. It it does feel like a goodbye, but as like a goodbye between the characters. characters, Like, you know, they're one of the people, if you would have said like, you want to see like a final moment, I would have said I wanted to see something between the two of them because they've had such a special relationship. Um, I would rather see less Caputo and Fig trying to make a baby <laughs> in the most disgusting of ways, but... What is she... Oh, my God. I wish I took this down for, like, our little quote segment. I, I thought you were going about, to, but you could It'd be too easy. That's why it'd be too yeah. easy. But something about nuts and whatever. I don't know. So make funny. me... Baby juice. Maybe yeah. some, get your little thing going. Maybe some baby juice. That's not what she said. Y'all know what she said, but it was so a lot nasty. more... Uh, I don't know if I can say that on, on this channel, what she said. Um, I like seeing this nice side of her, by the way, which we've never seen. I mean, she's still pretty dang savage, but, you know, she just, like, wants a baby. and Yeah. I mean, it, it is very endearing when she told him. Even if she was just doing it to get him to be able to, to, be able to make the baby juice um, when she said that. He's doing good, and she's, like, essentially proud of him. Yeah. It's like, wow. It seems like she meant so genuine. You know who didn't mean what they said? Alex. Uh, Um, We 
I officially don't think that they are going to last. Uh, no. No. I don't think so either. I don't. And I'm actually... We were talking about this last episode that Piper mm-hmm. wasn't annoying us as mm-hmm. much as usual. And this... Usually I'm a, all the time annoyed with Piper. Mm-hmm. This time I was really upset with Alex. I was too. Yeah. Piper, the moment... The interactions with her dad... I loved tonight, but the the interaction with Alex, which it took her a little bit to get there, mm-hmm. but she, you know, we learned tonight that she has been, like, fully honest, that she's like, okay, I did hook up with these people, whatever, Alex doesn't want to hear it, but then, like, McCullough comes creeping, and, I mean, she, I feel like she didn't even try to hide that, like, I don't know, that little stolen glance that she gave her. I guess it wasn't stolen because she didn't hide it, but... Piper was definitely oblivious to that because she, I don't think... Anyone in her position would think that she would go for McCullough. Right. Yeah. But do you think the fact that Alex hit it means that, like, she could have feelings for McCullough? Um, maybe? For me, more so, I think that she isn't ready to... Well, maybe that means she does have feelings, but I don't think that she's ready to admit that she also did that. Because she she was doing that with Piper to kind of, like give her a to help her i mm-hmm. guess so she didn't explode with the other things you she know was, what like, I mean? acting out and doing Act, everything. Yes, like, acting out and um so she was helping her and then i feel like now she realizes she kind of she's taken advantage of the situation that she brought about right so i think it's guilt and also well, maybe maybe i guess maybe she does I well i think that originally alex probably only really decided to make a move. You know, we talked about the connection and whatever, but because she was like, oh, well, Piper is doing this, so it's the same if I do it. Right. But they're having these, like, you know, like, sexy moments in the closet, whatever. It's very different than what Piper did. Mm -hmm. Like, Piper went out literally just to, like, get the pipe laid. (laughs) (laughs) Alex is definitely different. It just sucks that, like, they can't be on the same page. Like, it's either Piper lying to her, Alex lying to her, like, screwing each other over. And I I guess I'm like, really? Are we... The whole, you know, entirety of the show, we've gone through this, and this is how we're going to end again? Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. It was just... I was definitely not happy that Mm -hmm. Alex didn't. But I did like the moment between Piper and her dad, and her dad who's just been super hard on her. You know, she admits to everybody, of course, that she... Uh, was in prison, and he essentially accepts it. Well, she called him out. She said, you cheated on mom. And he said, oh, shoot, you know about that? Right. So I think once he realized that he is not perfect as well, mm-hmm. that made it, you know, him able to relate. And I did think that was cute because, you know, she's been kind of vying for his approval this whole time that she's been out of jail. Yeah. And... uh that was nice. Although I thought it was hilarious when she admitted that I drank all your vod- or vodka, tequila. tequila, and ate your. And she's like, "What tequila? <laughs> what? I don't drink on the job. I don't have alcohol in my desk." I love that all the ladies were supportive in like that situation where you just assume that they're going to be like <gasps> and shun her. Like, you should see my ex husband. Exactly. <laughs> I loved it. Um, our other kind of parental stuff going on. Well, not parental tonight, but Daya. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get back her drug mule situation, whatever, um, from Aleda, or trying to figure out another way to do it. Um, I still think what I said last episode that she's just 
there's no sign at this point of her, her stopping doing anything to change. She's yeah. getting worse. No, you're right. And I, I wanted to think that Aleda would kind of put her in her place, but uh, you know, like as we see, mm-hmm. she's trying to, she's trying to one up her mom now. She's mm-hmm. trying to take away from her mom. So she, yeah, she's lost. She's completely a lost cause. And, um, they're trying to find, you know, the new person to right. smuggle in things from and I was really excited because I like this character. He Me was too. the teacher was doing so much with Pensatucky, um, helping her with his, her learning disability, and then and then she had to go and threaten him with a shank. Well, the shank. I all had the shank, but to the crotch, right? And then his son yeah yeah the thing that got me at first i was like okay she just wants like you know she needs back in the game she's an addict addict at this point but of course she's not going to buy anything from her mom and she wants to be the hbic on her block Mm -hmm. whatever um but then i was like okay not that i get it but like we're talking about situation of the show i get it but then when she grabbed the phone and took it as far to like look at his Facebook, I knew the second she started looking that she was looking for something to threaten him with because you can't yes. just like take in every other situation where a guard has you know kind of put themselves in a position to sneak stuff in, it's always been a certain type of person, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of randomly going about it looking, and I feel like she knew she had to have something, so the fact that she did that. And is like, you know, not she has a kid herself. Clearly, she's forgotten about that. Yeah, but she's threatening him to do that. I just feel like she's just gone way, way, way yeah. more off the deep end than we ever even thought. To see her like in the GED class being so disrespectful, I'm like, honey, you're grown. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you? Who? Okay, I get you joining the class to like make the connection with Elmer or whatever, but like why you're just being dumb and Pensatucky was clearly bothered, but I don't know. It's to me like this is annoying to me yeah. at this point. The whole situation. Yeah, Daya's Daya's story is annoying. Her her character right now is annoying because she's just lost. Yeah. And she's better than that. But it worries me about like what other links she'll go to because at the end of the episode um, Ward, when she's talking to Caputo, says that he quit. The, that Elmer quit. He said he had a problem with his grandma or something like that. In Illinois. So she's going to have to find somebody Someone else to else. do this. But like, we don't have very much longer for her to do this. I'm wondering if... Oh, I guess that could wait for predictions. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Um, but I am sad that that means Pentateki kind of has lost one of her... Yeah, advocates, if you will, someone that's really trying to help her. So I'm wondering how that's going to affect her. Hopefully, Tasty will be able to continue helping her, but we'll see. Um, our ice crew is in so much stuff. The same cahoots <laughs> as always. Um, I want to talk about the Nikki and uh, Shawnee moment, where obviously we know Nikki's trying to hook up with her, and she uh, Shawnee explains how when she was young someone performed genital mutilation on her. So horrible that that's real. I mean, everything that's happening in the show is real and it's horrible, but, like, that especially is so horrible. I feel like it's not a topic often discussed Mm -mm. because, um, not not that it doesn't happen in the United States. Of course it does. Mm -hmm. But it is, you know, from what studies show and whatever, much more prevalent in other parts of the world, and that is literally part of their religious culture to do that to females. Um, It really hit me when Shawnee said tonight, 
uh, she's Nikki's so upset. How could your mother let you someone do that to you? And she's like, that's our culture. She's the exact yeah, same way. I had her. no idea that it was any different until I moved here, which kind of just goes even farther to the, you know, people always wonder, oh, you can't just let everybody in. You can't just do this, mm-hmm. whatever. But it's it's like, look at this situation. Look at this girl who would have never known that this was wrong had she been somewhere else. Right. And it's just like, it, it was, it's just tough very hearing tough. about it. Yeah. I mean, obviously we have to educate ourselves, but like, I don't know. I, I'm proud of Nikki for handling it. And like, you know, she was clearly visibly upset, um, but she still tried to hook up with her again in the end. She wants her to experience the same sort of pleasure that Shawnee's giving her. Exactly. But, uh, for lack of better words, I'm happy. I'm not happy, of course, about her situation, but I'm mm-hmm. happy that's what her story was. That sounds so horrible. Because for a moment, I thought Shawnee was being dis- like dishonest and that she was scheming and up mm. to something different mm-hmm. that would interfere with um, the whole you know, the whole ice crew helping, I mean, the kitchen crew helping the ice people out. Right. So I'm happy that that's not where it went. But, of course, I'm not happy that that situation happened to right. her. But, um, like you said, we need to be educated. Stuff like this happens, and it's it's a sad reality. Exactly. Um, speaking of people helping people in the ice detention center, um, obviously we have Blanca's, let's call her friend, I guess. Her new buddy. Her new buddy, mm-hmm. Carla. Um, she gets the note about her kid's custody battle. In the moment where they are talking with Litvak. Right? <laughs> Litvak. I almost said it, and I was like, no, Litvak. Um... I thought, no. Did you think he was actually going to give her transportation for her kids? No. I mean, no. this guy is a, a douche. Um, and, and I think, uh, you know, Flocka playing all these pranks with him yeah. aided into that at that moment in time because, you know, everyone was walking by laughing that mm-hmm. she wrote that. And that aggravated him even more. Like, we learned from the past episode when Blanca got him to turn back on the computer, she stroked his ego a little bit. And, mm-hmm. you know, Carla tried to, like, get in there nicely and say, right. oh, do you have kids? This and this. But he shut her down, and then the whole clip back thing shut, like, shut him down even more. So, exactly. no, I'm not surprised that he's... This he is the no. thing. I think she was... Um, th- where When she says to him, you know, I have this custody hearing I, ha- I have to be there you have a legal responsibility to provide me transportation I was like I don't think you know that he does and I don't necessarily think yeah. that technically he does I think that she was trying that because that's what helped in the case whenever mm-hmm. she was actually mm-hmm. you know she had her hearing um that's we don't know that she I mean she did work in a law office she references that but we don't know that she knows that that's a law and like I, I'm not knowledgeable I on that either. I, I'm not. And I don't know enough, but I'm pretty sure it's also not. But you know, like you do whatever you can, you say whatever you can to get there because chances are that pro- that person may not know either. And instead of getting in trouble, maybe they're going to take you because they think it's their legal obligation. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I mean, it kills obviously that she's in this situation. Yeah. Um, but the moment where Bloc- Blanca sees Gloria at the end. Um, another reference to last episode, kind of a little foreshadowing here. I just feel like that is uh, has Gloria in trouble written all over it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say that because I mean, don't you? Do you think Gloria should help her, or do you think Gloria should 
stay where she is. I mean, she's already kind of accepted that she's helping people when she yeah. kept take last episode when she kept taking the papers from everyone returning the trays. Um, so she kind of is where she is now. And I think the only way that she could get out of that, if she needed to put her foot down, would be not being part of the kitchen yeah. crew anymore. But at the same time, she's friends with Blanca. She knows Blanca from before. Mm-hmm. And that would also be like abandoning her friend. And I don't think she'll do that. I don't think so either. And I, there is the part of me that's like, okay, you can help. You have the ability to. Um, I just hope that it doesn't leave her in a lot of trouble, obviously. Yeah. It's not that, of course, I'm very empathetic for Carla, um, but, you know, I'm I'm just thinking in terms of the show of, like, my OGs, I don't want to get messed up. I don't want her to get messed yeah. up either, but, you know, I, I'm being selfish just in this scenario. Happy endings. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> we'll see, maybe. Um, they're icing out Nikki, but I feel like everybody, everything's going to get better between, yeah. like, Lorna and Red and stuff like that. Um, but Lorna is clearly in Ooh. a bad way, and... The whole entirety of her uh, episode tonight, parts of this episode, were very difficult to watch. Shout out to Yale Stone for doing an amazing, amazing job. Because, like, in the moment in the bathroom when she's crying, I was just like, that's definitely Emmy-worthy right there, just that moment. But um, the flashback, it's so difficult to even talk about because, like, we see what I feel is a different part of Lorna than we've seen. We've seen her be kooky. We've seen her not living in reality, but we've never seen her directly like black Black out. out. Yeah. That, yeah, that was really tough to watch. And I I was telling you this when we were watching, um, I feel so evil saying this, but it's so frustrating watching her, her go through this because you're, you're like, you can't, you have to have some grasp on reality. Right. And and she really doesn't. And, it, I mean, that happens to people. Some mm-hmm. people just have stuff going on. And yeah. it's just frustrating because she could be so great, I guess, if you will. Right. Well, I think it's they showed us this part of the flashback to say, you know, obviously when people go through trauma, they totally block oh, stuff yeah. out. But I think they did this because... We've always just thought, like, she's a little kooky. She clearly has some issues, but just doesn't live in reality. I feel like this is... The showing Them showing us this says, like, she has an actual issue where, like, there are certain things that happen that she can't even remember them happening in her life. I mean, when the car was driving up to her, she thinks it's the guy that was, like, trying to hit on her earlier. And even after they, you know, she walks up to them, oh, it was just awful. And the car after they crashed and like she grabs the girl's hand and she's like and they just got engaged like her mind still isn't fully grasping what happens just delusional i mean and then to equate it obviously to what's happening in her life now i don't i guess we we see her running out of the jail at the end i mean I, we don't know but it's like she doesn't she can't grasp the situation with her child so therefore she's kind of doing this whole running blacking out thing again um that was awful to watch the stuff with Vinny, just because i'm so heartbroken for Vinny. i am too because he it's like he's giving her the chance he's saying i want to be with you but like you can't you have to live in reality and the fact that Vinny genuinely wants to be with her and he genuinely thought they could be each other's like rocks mm-hmm. in this time. 
even though he's seen how kooky she is, yeah. um, that was tough because he's genuinely in love and he's genuinely hurt. And, yeah, I mean, when she's just kept talking about the baby, like, they didn't just talk about it yeah. passing. It's almost better, in my opinion, that for her to, I, and I kept thinking this, is she going to go this way? Is she going to go this way? For her to be like, you let my baby die. Right. Than to be in this fake Instagram, whatever kind of scenario. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Be, be like, she's in the denial stage, but be angry. Yeah. Like, get to the angry stage. It's okay to be angry. Um, be, she just needs to accept it, but she definitely doesn't have the ability to because we see with this flashback that she, there's a lot of things she just can't. Except. Except. Yeah. And I feel like her, you know, potentially losing him or losing him is just going to send her even farther over the edge. What, def- when they were looking for her, I mean, did you think she had just escaped? Or, like, what did you think was happening? I mean, I was literally wondering, where the heck could she be? Oh, yeah. uh, like, all the doors that she's running through, don't they have, like, alarms or locks or something? So I'm I'm curious to know where this door that she walked out led to. Um, Do you think it's outside? Part of me feels, because they were mirroring, you know, everything with what happened when she got up to the roof at the Pelican Hotel Mm -hmm. and how she was running barefoot in the street. I'm hoping it's not, like, to the roof. Oh, gosh, I know. That would be awful. And her to jump. I mean, I definitely don't want a character to die. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, especially with them getting rid of the psych ward and all these other things that they need she i don't feel like she has the proper care in prison so i was definitely worried that she had committed suicide right then um just because i think him saying the words that he did and then throwing the if you can't do this then i want a divorce but to me i'm like he he was saying it nice like he's saying this is my reality i can't take you doing this and i just think she doesn't have the ability to not do that. No, I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, I really hope not. Um, before we do our news and gossip and predictions, you have our special segment yes. for us. Since Brianna Brianna's not here, I will do it. Love it. To you. Okay. Um, so, let's see. I wish I had a Blackberry scone for you. Nikki. Yay! Ding. She's giving us she's giving me lines that somebody said in the show and I have to guess who said them. Oh yes, I'm if sorry. Did, no. I forgot to mention that. My apologies. <laughs> um I'm flattered I've never had a stalker before. Oh gosh, I don't know. You do, you do. I don't know. Shawnee. Uh, Shawnee. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Cause she she found out the Blackberry scones because of her stalking on uh, the Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, uh, tacos are on Tuesday. <gasps> Duh. Oh gosh, it's either oh is it Flocka? Yeah. Yay! Ding, 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 ding. Uh, the flicker was giving me ep- epilepsy. Oh, that was a character that I can never remember her name. I don't know her name either. Oh, but the random character said it. In where? In the, um, uh, what's it called? The Office? It wasn't in the Office? Yeah, Piper's Coworker. Oh, in their little room. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, Piper's Coworker. Okay, you kind of got it. (laughs) Um, Math Nerd or Tokyo Drift? I don't know. Oh, that was Adiola when they were talking about 
a oh, professor. Oh, duh. <clears throat> That's so evil of them. I know. Yay. Okay, um, now on to our news and gossip segment. After Buzz TV News. Um, so we were just talking about Yao. Yao. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she just posted uh, this on her Instagram today. Um, Orange is the new black is put there. They're doing this fund called the Pusey Washington Fund, mm-hmm. and it's uh, to help fight the injustices of mass in in incarceration and uh, the broken um, the broken immigration system that we have here. And it was named after Samira's character, Pusey mm-hmm. Washington. And the organization benefits eight campaigns, uh, some of them being a new way of life reentry project, anti re. Um, oh my God, I cannot read. I'm feeling like a Pennsylvania right now. Let's <laughs> scratch that one. Freedom of Immigrants and Immigrant Defenders uh, Law Center. Um, and so this program. At first, I was telling April, like, oh, my God, is this real? Is this a joke? But they wanted to use her character in the show just because of everything that happened to her character, obviously, the show and all the misconduct um, and stuff that goes on in the prison. Mm -hmm. And they want all the viewers, since there's so many viewers, to keep this going, especially because this is the last um, season. So we want to watch the little... Yeah, let's watch the clip. The clip. The fund will support nonprofit advocacy groups whose goals are to reform criminal justice, protect immigrants' rights, end mass incarceration, and support women who have been affected by it. We've been honored to tell these stories of these characters, and we've learned firsthand that the system is failing women, both inside and outside of prison walls. So the Pusey Washington Fund will help all of us keep the orange legacy living on far after the show is over. Please go to the link to learn more. I just love that they're doing something to actually, like she said, keep the legacy of the show going, but actually really doing something to make a difference because we can always say, let's do this, we yeah. should do this, but to actually put something into a, into effect that really, you know, kind of brings the whole show together and encompasses everything mm-hmm. that we've always talked about is just so great. Yeah, and uh, this is a spoiler for those of you who haven't watched past. <laughs> spoiler for you, April. Um, they're going to mention this in the last episode nice. of the series. So they, they, they had originally wanted to tie it in in the previous season, mm-hmm. but didn't know how to, so... We'll get to see this, and it's just a nice way to keep it keep it going. Exactly. Um, and now let's do some quick predictions. Quick, quick, quick. Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> Wait, okay, <laughs> I have like, to ask uh, it. What? Do you think Lorna dies? Yes. You do? I do. I just think that it's a, you know, we've lightly touched on her uh, mental state but never, we've never like been given a full blown shebang. She should be, you know, in this. It's clear that she should be in some type of therapy, but like yeah. that there's actually, uh, you know, more to it. And I just don't think that she can kind of take the situation, the ultimate, you know, the worst thing that could have ever happened to her, it has happened to her mm-hmm. in how she's always said and everything. Do you think she is? I don't know. Part of me doesn't feel like she is, but I'm hoping if she is not dead that Mm -hmm. this will help maybe something with the prison and realize that they need to not get do away with certain things and she needs to get some help. But 
I don't know. I'm also going to predict that Cindy might be going back to jail. I hope not, but I could see it going that way just for the fact that they brought the character back at, like we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. I thought they were just going to leave us there. So mm-hmm. I could I could possibly see that happen. I don't know. So sad. Um, okay, well, let us all know your predictions. We definitely want to know what you have to say. Um, remember to like, subscribe, comment. Um, we read all of your comments and love interacting with y'all. Um, in the meantime, y'all can find me everywhere at April Wissenhand. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at XOXOCES. You can find all of us everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, at AfterBuzz TV. Um, we will see y'all soon for episode 10. Yeah. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.